Well, good morning, church. It is so good to be able to share the word of God with you again. Those of you who watched last week and the week before uh, will remember that we are carrying on with a, with a theme that God has given us for this year, which is in him we trust. And I began uh, last week to develop this theme and to expand on it a little bit more uh, so that you understand what trusting in the Lord means. We were talking about David and how he tackled Goliath and brought him down, not in his own power, but because he trusted in God to come through for him. He tackled lions and bears uh, as a shepherd and killed lions and bears. And I shared a lot more about this last week. And we left it at that point where I asked you a question. What giant has risen against you this morning? What giant, what lion or bear is getting ready to devour you? And I know this year and last year and, and, and going into 2021 has been quite a challenge for so many people. They have had to face giants. They have had to face difficulties, challenges. But the question is, do you want total victory in that circumstance? And I'm sure you do. Uh, if, you, if you don't want victory, that would surprise me. But I'm quite sure you do want victory in that circumstance. Like David, in order to get to that place of victory, you have to place your total trust in the Lord. Knowing that without any shadow of a doubt, God will come through for you. You see, Trusting in the Lord is, is not something that you change your mind every second minute. No, it's something that you remain in. It's constant. It's unshakable. It's immovable. Once you've made up your mind, I'm going to trust God, don't change your mind. You see, every battle that Israel won was because they placed their trust in the Lord to give them the victory and not in their own ability. We've seen uh, two weeks ago the scripture that says some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, but we have trusted in the name of our Lord. They have fallen, but we stand. Trusting in the Lord will keep you standing when the storms come against you. What brought down the walls of Jericho was the fact that Joshua fully trusted that the strategy that God gave him would result in total victory. Joshua fully trusted in that. And because of that, he applied and he brought, he did what God told him to do. And guess what? The walls of Jericho fell down. Let me tell you, I'm going to share with you what the strategy was. This is, this is Joshua now. He's putting an army together. God has told him, Jericho is going to be the first city you're going to take. God gives him a strategy. Okay, Joshua, take some singers with you. And a few musicians walk around the city once for six days. Do this once every day for six days. Singing. And then on the seventh day, do the same thing seven times. And then shout. Wow. That's it, Joshua. That's what God told him. That's it. Just do that. Now imagine if you were told to do that today. To win a battle and bring down a huge city wall. What thought would go through your mind? I know some of you would think basket case. 
cuckoo. The lift doesn't go up to the top. You know, we, 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 we would struggle to do this. You see, if Joshua had doubted God, even for a small moment, he would have experienced defeat. The walls wouldn't have come down. Because truly, between you and I, these walls didn't come down because he sang. The walls came down because God brought the walls down as a result of Joshua's obedience and trust in the strategy that God gave him. Trusting in the Lord releases powerful supernatural results through God's intervention. Do you have any idea how big and wide the walls of Jericho were? If this wasn't like a prefab wall which... You know, you find around many houses. My house got a prefab wall around it. It's only about two inches thick. You could ride four chariots of war side by side around the walls of Jericho. Let me tell you, this was a solid, solid wall. And only God could bring that wall down. And if you want total victory in your circumstance, you need God. Don't try and do it in your own power. Put your trust in him. Here's another good question. How did Moses part the sea or cause the river Nile to turn into blood? How did Moses do that? Have you tried to pick up a stick and go to Durban and say, I'm going to open a way so that I can run to Mauritius and just take your stick and just point it towards the sea? Have you tried that? Don't try. That's my advice to you. Amen. Rather catch a plane whenever aeroplanes are flying again. <laughs> Hallelujah. How did Moses part the sea? How did he turn the river Nile into blood? Simply this. He trusted in the Lord's command to him. That God would do these things as he pointed his rod. God spoke to him. The Spirit of God said, now do that, Moses. And he did it. And bang, the sea parted. He obtained amazing results in his battle against Pharaoh because he trusted in the Lord. Let me tell you, the children of Israel and Moses had reached a, a, a point of no return. They were on foot. Whereas Pharaoh, the most powerful man on earth, had the most powerful army on earth as well, was coming with chariots drawn by horses and men of war and th hundreds of them, if not thousands, what chances did Israel have to win this battle against Pharaoh? No chance. And you may look at your circumstance and you look at it. What chance have you got to win this particular challenge that you are facing right now? Just like Moses, you need God to come through for you. And that will happen when you trust in him. Here's another good question. How did Jesus rise from the dead? Let me say this to you. He rose from the dead because he trusted in his father to raise him from the dead. He knew the plan of God. He knew he was going to the cross. But he knew that on the third day, he would rise again. Because his father would raise him up. Wow. He trusted fully in the fact that his father was more than able to do this. And that he would do this on the third day. He even said, destroy this temple, I will build him up in, th in three days. And people laughed at him and said, wow, it's taken 
hundreds of years or whatever to build this temple, and you're going to just build it, raise it up again in three days. They didn't understand he was talking of his resurrection. You see, God's plan is for the church to live a life in this world that goes way beyond what the natural realm has to offer. Way beyond. Way beyond. You see, you and I have been destined to walk in victory, not just in the, in the victory that the world can give, but in the victory that God can give. And in order for that to happen, our trust in God must be unwavering. Unwavering. We've got to make up our minds, people of God. We've got to, to, de- we to decide who are we trusting in. Are we trusting in the arm of flesh? Are we trusting in horses and chariots? Are we trusting in our own ability? Or are we trusting in the Lord? You see, the reason Jesus was able to walk on water and not sink is because he fully trusted in the sustaining power of God to keep him there. Trust me, I've got experience about walking on water. I was mowing my lawn one day and I forgot the swimming pool was behind me. And I reversed with a lawnmower and guess what? I fell in a swimming pool with my lawnmower. Did I try and walk on water? You better believe that it never worked. Amen. Because it wasn't the plan of God right now for me to mow the water as well. Amen. Have you tried to walk on water? It doesn't work like this. Why did Jesus succeed? He fully trusted in the sustaining power of God to keep him there. People of God, trusting in the Lord is a must if we are to lead a supernatural, victorious life right here on earth. And church, I can tell you, I hear that from the depths of my spirit. Now is the time to begin to build your faith. You cannot Stay at the same level of faith that you were at five years ago or even three years ago or even a year ago. Things are changing in the world. Things are happening in the world. We are heading towards the end of, a, of an era, the end of a season. And it's not too far down the road. And only those who trust firmly in God will be able to tap into the supernatural provision of God. You see, the Lord's intent is that his people will not fight every battle in their own strength. You don't have to fight the battle, but would place their trust in God to fight the battle on their behalf. Whatever giant has come against you. You see, when, when, when David slew lions and bears, he didn't do that in his own strength in the same way as he slew Goliath. He put his faith in God. He told Goliath ahead of time, today I'm taking your head off. And I mean, he was like a midget compared to Goliath. But he told him that with such confidence, Goliath laughed at him and mocked him. But you know why he could do that? Because God had told him, I'm going to be with you. My presence will go with you. Do not fear this giant. I'm going to help you take this giant down. And so he did. And he spoke to Goliath. You need to speak to that Goliath that has come against you. In the morning, you've got to rise up and speak to it and say, Today I'm taking your head down. Today your work in my life is coming to an end. Today this challenge is over. Today that lion and that bear that has come against me to steal my blessing. Today that lion and bear is coming down in the name of Jesus. Remember the battle is the Lord's. 
The only battle that you and I need to fight, according to the word of God, is a good fight of faith. Faith is another way of putting trusting in the Lord and his promises. This is why the Bible says that we are more than conquerors in him. More than conquerors. You see, if you think about it, the Bible could have said we are conquerors. You know, when, if I conquer something, if I manage to fight somebody and conquer, I'll be a very happy man. But the Bible doesn't say I'm a conqueror. The Bible says I'm more than a conqueror. And many years ago, I was waiting on God to understand what does that mean? And God gave me a revelation, at least a part of a revelation, uh, which gave me a bit of a better understanding why it says so in the Bible. Why does the Bible say I'm more than a conqueror? Well, let me give it to you. A conqueror wins the battle that he fights in his own strength. But the one who is more than a conqueror wins the battle that he does not fight in his own strength, but in the strength of another one. That's what makes me more than a conqueror, is that someone else fights the battle for me, and I win the battle. Wow. I don't even have to make the effort. Someone else comes to my rescue. Someone else fights the battle for me. Someone else brings the giant down. Someone else brings the bear down and the lion down. That's what makes me more than a conqueror. And that another is the Lord of hosts himself. Wow. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. And be lifted up your ancient doors. And the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord of hosts. Jehovah Sabaoth. The Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. I've got news for you. He is the Lord mighty in battle. He is your, the one who fights the battle for you. He is the one who brings down your giants. He is the one who brings down your Goliaths that have come against you. And Goliaths and giants and lions and bears will come against you right through this life. But if you have your trust is in the Lord, you will always come out victorious. Because the battle is the Lord's. You've got to give him that battle. Give up trying to fight the battle on your own. Fight only one battle. The good fight of faith. That is to trust in the Lord. So that another who fights the battle for you is the Lord of hosts. The creator of all things. Our omnipotent God. That word omnipotent means all powerful. No giant, no lion, no bear, no devil. The whole of hell cannot stand against our God. Hallelujah. Nothing is impossible for him. No situation too complicated. No situation too difficult. And the Lord will show himself strong on behalf of those who place their trust in him. And yes, there will be a fight when you place your trust in the Lord. And that fight is in your mind and in your thoughts. It's the natural versus the supernatural. It's a battle of the mind. It's a battle of the intellect. The natural mind fights faith. It's very simple. The natural mind says, prove it to me and I will believe you. Faith says, believe me and I will prove it to you. 
You see, it works the other way. So there is a battle going on between the intellect, which is in, in the soul, the soul, and the spirit. The spirit is regenerated into faith, but the mind needs to be renewed. And so the natural mind fights faith, but giving faith priority always brings the results that you are looking for. You see, church, I'm going to close with that today. Trusting in the Lord can become a challenge, especially in difficult times, in times of trial and in times of testing. Yet this is the time when we need to absolutely trust in Him to come through for us without a moment of doubt. God will always respond to unwavering faith or put in another way, unwavering trust in Him. So today I'm going to leave it to that. I want to encourage you to listen to this message, not just like what you heard today, but listen to it again during the week. You've got the whole week before the next week's live stream. Because this message is so important and will build your faith and your trust in God so that you can get victory in your life. Throughout this pandemic, throughout what the enemy has purposed to destroy the world, the Christian believer can walk in supernatural victory despite every single thing that's happening in this world. But we have to learn to trust the Lord, to be unwavering in our trust in God. So I want at the end of this message, I just want to pray for you and your family and ask the Lord to give you the revelation that you need so that you can put your faith and your trust in God. And so Father, I just pray for every person who's watching this live stream today. Lord, I ask you, Holy Spirit, you have a spirit of truth, a spirit of revelation. I ask you to bring revelation to them deep in their hearts terms of what it means to trust in the Lord. Lord, we, have, we are so used to trusting in what this world can provide. But the time has come for the church to rise to another level. And so Father, in Jesus' name, thank you that you minister that truth into every person's heart. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for the revelation that they need in Jesus' name.